Welcome back to another edition of the Seeing Red Podcast. My name is Troy Moriello, and I am your host, bringing you up to date and up to speed on all things St. John's basketball. I want to thank everyone for listening. It's been about two months, actually, since we had our last show. Hope everyone is enjoying their summer, making the best of, of, of it, obviously, staying safe, staying healthy. It's been kind of quiet in uh, in St. John's land, but the news that we have had has been kind of negative, I would say, over the past two months with, with uh, LJ Figueroa leaving to go to Oregon and then losing out on, on Jordan Riley uh, last week, which we're going to get to in a moment. But today, on Monday, we have at least some positive news and some positive news for the first time in a while as Mike Anderson and company are on the board for the 2021 recruiting class. They pick up their first commitment on Monday from 2021 power forward, six foot seven Harlem native Drissa Triore. And I apologize in advance if I messed up that name. I am terrible with names. I, I It took me about two months to get uh, Julian Champagny's name down pat. So apologies if I messed up the name, but Drissa Triore uh, comes from Long Island Lutheran Powerhouse High School program comes from the PSA Cardinals powerhouse AAU program two winning programs but more importantly two local programs 2020 2021 recruit and the first of what St. John's hopes is going to be a big class in 2021 a few more scholarships left not the most not the most scholarships in the world for 2021 not the most space to fill for 2021 when you look at this roster which I'll also get to in a moment but a very, very good start. You know, this is not going to grab any headlines. This is not going to be the back page in the New York Post tomorrow. Although maybe Zach Braziller can, you know, finesse his way into getting this on the back page. But I don't think so. I don't think he has that kind of pull. This is not going to be on ESPN tonight. But at the end of the day, it's a good start. And it's a reassuring start to the 2021 class for St. John's. And here's why. Three-star recruit, consensus three-star recruit, not really highly ranked. I think ESPN had him as like their 45th or 46th best power forward in the class. They didn't beat out a whole lot of competition. Jeff Goodman had his fun on Twitter saying that they, they beat out mostly A-10 and Mac schools for him. In the New York Post article, it says they beat out Stony Brook, East Carolina, and Tulsa. So not the biggest names that they beat out. They they seem like they were clearly the favorites and they get the commitment. But it's a reassuring commitment, like I mentioned. And here's why. Nine days ago, Twitter was on fire when we could not land Jordan Riley. When we lost Jordan Riley, a kid who we had been on since the wintertime. Mike Anderson and company had been on him since the wintertime. First to offer him, always seemed like the favorites to land him. Always seemed like the favorites to land him. You couldn't find a guy in the two weeks or the week leading up to his decision that was picking him to go anywhere but St. John's, for that matter. Everyone was picking him to go to St. John's. The entire week leading up to his Friday commitment on the 24th. Then at the 11th hour, Thursday night, what happens? Suddenly something changes and he's off to Georgetown. You know, you don't lose him to Kansas. You don't lose him to Florida State. You don't even lose him to Yukon. You lose him to Georgetown. Local kid in your backyard. Long Island kid. 
in your backyard and you lose them in Georgetown of all places, a Georgetown program that's in a free fall right now, that's having players leave left and right, that looks like it's going to be a historically bad team next year in the Big East if there is a season. Looks like they're just going to be terrible. 11th or 10th in the conference, you would think. You lose him to Georgetown? You lose him to a Georgetown program where who knows if Patrick Ewing is going to be there in 2021 when Jordan Riley you know, starts his career at Georgetown. And that's who you lose a kid in your backyard to? That was concerning for me. And I tweeted that out. That's concerning to me. The actual on-the-court hit that St. John's took from losing Jordan Riley, we don't know. I don't know anything about recruiting. I make that abundantly clear. I know the names. I know the targets. I know you know who St. John's has a good shot at, who they don't really have a good shot at. But outside of that, I don't know how, how good these players are. I just look at the stars. You know, I look at well, how many stars is this guy? Is he a three or a four star? Because St. John's isn't getting any five stars. That's what I look at when I see recruiting. So we don't know the type of impact that Jordan Riley was going to have at St. John's. We can assume it would have been a good one, four-star recruit, right? But at the end of the day, it's all a crapshoot. You don't know anything. You know, there's a very select few programs that have the luxury of recruiting kids that you know are going to come in and be instant stars right away. And it's the Blue Bloods. It's the Dukes. It's the Kentuckys. It's the Kansas. It's the, it's the North Carolinas, the Michigan States, even the Villanovas for that matter. You know, Villanova is really the only program in the Big East that I think fits that qualification that can recruit kids that you know are going to come in right away and be superstars. Everything else is just a crapshoot, even with these four-star kids and even some five-star kids you don't know. So at the end of the day, you don't really know anything with these kids. So we don't know what type of impact Jordan Riley would have had on the court. And at the end of the day, the St. John's roster is kind of set for 2021. You know, they're losing Rasheem Dunn. They're losing Toro, the grad transfer. Dunn's going to graduate as is Toro. They're losing those two guys. But if no one else leaves, the roster is kind of set. And I saw uh, Zach Braziller tweeted that out, that they, you know, Mike Anderson likes the team that he has, not only for this year, but for next year as well. You know, you like the guys that are going to be juniors this year and seniors the following year. You like Julian Champagne, going to be a sophomore and then a junior in two years from now. You like those guys. You like the four guys that are coming in. Posh, Wusu, Moore, and Cole, who are going to be, you know, sophomores and seniors in two years from now. You like that group. So losing out on Riley wasn't a big hit to you on the court. But just from an optics, you know, standpoint, just from an, you know, somewhat of an embarrassment standpoint, losing out on a local kid to Georgetown of all places was a really bad blow. And was a really tough pill to swallow for a lot of fans, including myself. So that's why it's really important, kind of out of nowhere, nine days later, this staff bounces back and they get a commitment and they got on the board. I think they were one of only three Big East schools that hadn't had a commitment yet for 2021. They get on the board and they get on the board with a local kid. Harlem native, like I mentioned, plays for two powerhouse High schools, Long Island, or uh, programs, Long Island Lutheran and the PSA Cardinals, AAU squad. And I'll get to something on them in a moment. But landing a local recruit nine days after, you know, what would have been, I think, one of the biggest recruits in the Mike Anderson era, if not the biggest recruit in the Mike Anderson era, said no to you. Really big, really reassuring for someone like me 
who was a little bit worried about Anderson's ability to recruit here. And like I said, we don't know what this kid Triore is going to turn into. Three-star recruit, but we've seen what Mike Anderson can do with these players. Look at St. John's last year. Every single player, I felt like Mike Anderson got the most out of them. Especially someone like Julian Champagny, whose recruitment was almost an afterthought. A late you know, signee to St. John's ends up being on the, on the All-Big East freshman team. Ends up looking like he's going to be a star, a centerpiece for this program for the next three years. What about guys like Marcellus Erlington, Greg Williams, Josh Roberts, guys that were basically afterthoughts in their freshman year under Chris Mullen, especially Erlington. Those three guys, at least Erlington and Williams, were really stars by the end of the season. And now, again, will be centerpieces for this team for the next two years. So Mike Anderson has shown the the rankings and all that doesn't seem to matter. He's going to get the most out of what he wants, and he wants fit. I'd rather take a, a three-star kid like this, who when I when I read the NY Post article about him, and when it says that he plays his ass off, he plays his absolute ass off is the quote. When I see that quote about a kid, I like that. And I'd rather see that than the quotes, and I'm not trying to disparage Jordan Riley or his family here, but the quote that he told the New York Post about Georgetown, about how he wants his son to be the quarterback about how, how Riley wanted to be the quarterback, and St. John's already had their quarterback in Posh Alexander. Do you want a kid like that who might be more talented? Sure, Riley versus uh, Triore might be more talented, but is coming in saying, I want the keys. As a freshman, I want to drive the car. Georgetown offered him that St. John's doesn't. Do you want that kid, or do you want the kid who's going to play his ass off for you? Who's going to fit your program better? Sometimes the three stars might be better fits than the four stars. And hopefully that's what we see here. But again, it's all its all really a crapshoot. But at the end of the day, it's a reassuring commitment for St. John's. It's a sign that, hey, they can land local kids. They're not going to be landing the five-star local kids, I don't think, at least. Doesn't seem like it. But these type of players, these New York tough, gritty players that want to come in here and represent their city, that's who you want. You want guys that want to be here. LJ Figueroa doesn't want to be here? Fine, go. Jordan Riley wants to be here but wants the keys to, to, the, to the castle? Let him go somewhere else. He doesn't want to be here? Let him go somewhere else. You want guys that want to be here. And I think this is one of them. And I think this is a really good start to the class. And one more thing that I want to note. Again, I'll just do a quick episode here. One more thing that I really want to note. And again, I don't pr- pretend to know the um, you know the 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 the, the shot that St. John's the realistic shot that St. John's has with either of these guys, but Triore is teammates on the PSA Cardinals with Kyle Cuffey and Frank Kipnang, who are two really big targets for St. John's in the class of 2021. I don't know how good of a shot they actually have with either one of them. I know Kipnang is like a top 25 type player in the class, and he's being recruited by some some big schools, so. Not a great shot there, I wouldn't think. I think I saw an article that that they they they, they you know they're they're in the running, but not really for him. But who knows? He says he's going to try to recruit local kids. Uh, Triori. He said the, the quote is anybody from New York City that is very interested, I will try to recruit them. Does that help you? Does that give you an upper hand with two of these bigger recruits now? That you've got their teammate on your team going forward. Who knows? But that's something else to keep in mind with. Uh, 
with the 2021 class, which still has some space in it. But like I said, the 2021 class for St. John's is not going to, I don't think it's going to be a huge one. Because again, as long as no one leaves after this season, or at least no one unexpectedly leaves after this season, you kind of know your roster going into 2021. And I think Mike Anderson and this staff are pretty confident in their roster for, for the following season. And I think they should be. They got a lot of guys that they think can contribute. So, you know, the actual roster and adding guys that are going to, you know, carry your team for 2021, that's not what it's all about. You always want to be adding talent, obviously, but you're not going to be adding guys that are going to save you. You know, you don't need to recruit seven, eight guys for the class. But you want guys that are going to fit. And I think from what I'm reading, at least, and from what I'm seeing, this guy's going to fit more so maybe than Jordan Riley would have. So again, not the biggest news, not the biggest commitment, not going to break any headlines or anything like that, but a guy who looks like he's going to fit, a local guy, a guy who, again, helps you helps reassure you that everything's okay, that Mike Anderson can recruit, that this staff can recruit, Van Macon, TJ Cleveland, they can recruit locally that they can sell local guys and that they know what they're doing. I think I think they know what they're doing more so than we all know what we're doing on Twitter. I think they know what they're doing. They're finding guys that they think are going to fit their program. And at the end of the day, I'd rather have a three-star who's going to fit than a four-star who's not. Because your team just gets better that way. And that's what we talk about building a culture, guys that fit, that want to be here. If LJ Figueroa didn't fit this style of play, which is debatable if he did or not, let him go. If Jordan Riley wasn't going to fit, let him go. But at the end of the day, it's a it's it's good news for St. John's for sure, and we'll see what the re- what they can do with the rest of the 2021 class. But that's basically all my thoughts there. I just want to do a quick quick uh, what 15 minute or so show, just you know recapping my thoughts. We haven't done a show in a while. Um, hopefully we can get some, you know, interesting guests on and, and stuff like that. Been reaching out to a couple people, but uh, no one, no one is too interested in in, uh, in doing a podcast, I guess. Uh, former players and stuff like that for the uh, upcoming season, but always trying, you know. And if there, if there's news like this, we'll always be out there uh, breaking it down, even if it's something short, you know, 15 minutes like this, just to give St. John's fans another perspective on everything. Hopefully we do get a season. And uh, if we do get a season, we will uh, definitely be ramping up our coverage as always, you know, by, by, you know, mid late September. And then by October, obviously we'll be in, we'll be in full swing. So that's some stuff on the horizon, you know, can't guarantee when the next show is going to come. Hopefully, maybe we get another recruitment. And I can do another one of these, and uh, and we'll see. Maybe we'll try to have you know a recruiting expert on or something like that to break things down. But yeah, hope everyone's staying safe, staying healthy out there. Um, you know, we got sports back. At least we got uh, you know sports back. I don't know how long. At least in baseball's case, but we do have sports back. So. Hopefully that means we get college basketball, which I think we have a good shot at college basketball. I really do. You know, I don't know about college football, but college basketball, you know, even if we have to do conference only, I think we got a shot at least to have some semblance of a real college basketball season, which would just be amazing, especially for everyone listening, I'm sure. You know, we're, we're taking away St. John's Big East Championship in 2020 still stings me to this day. So... 
Hopefully St. John's can go out there and defend their uh, their Big East championship or their Big East tournament championship, I guess, in 2021. Hopefully they get a chance to do so. But thank you all for listening. Not sure when we'll be back, but we will be back soon. Hope everyone enjoys the rest of their summer. And as always, let's go, Johnnies.